0: This morning, um, we're going to look at the third in the series that I started a number of weeks ago now. These th- three things remain. And so we've looked at uh, faith and hope. And this morning, we're going to look at love, which I think is such an appropriate topic for Mother's Day. And we're taking it, of course, from our scripture, 1 Corinthians thirteen, thirteen, in the Passion Translation is this, there are three things that remain, faith, hope, and love yet love surpasses them all. So above all else, let love be the beautiful prize for which you run. And some versions say the greatest of these is love. And, you know, over the last couple of weeks, we've looked at faith and hope. So what is love? I mean, it's it seems like such a normal thing to ask, but I, I, I thought I start by looking at, you know, the dictionary definition, which really just spoke to romantic love, which I think is only a small element. And then I looked at public thoughts on on what love is. And and again, I didn't quite find a definition that I was really happy with. So I went to scripture. I went to uh, 1 Corinthians 13, 4 to 7. And this is how it describes love. Love is large and incredibly patient. Love is gentle and consistently kind to all. It refuses to be jealous when blessing comes to someone else. Love does not brag about one's achievements nor inflate its own importance. Love does not traffic in shame and disrespect nor selfishly seek its own honour. Love is not easily irritated or quick to take offence. Love joyfully celebrates honesty and finds no delight in what is wrong. Love is a safe place of shelter. For it never stops believing the best for others. Love never takes failure as defeat, for it never gives up. And I guess as I've been preparing for this over the last couple of weeks, I've been posting on my Insta story um, a little series I called Love Notes. As I started to really delve into what the Bible and what scripture actually says about love, and it's it's so much deeper, and it's so much more weighty than simply romantic love. And I think, you know, I look at that scripture, and I think, well, it says that the greatest of these is love. So faith and hope, um, and we've looked at both of those. We've looked at why faith is important right now, and we've looked at you know ways to to stay hopeful. So how is how is love greater? And I think it's this, I think love is greater than faith and hope because both faith and hope depend on love. Without love, there can be no true faith. Really, a loveless faith is is nothing but an empty religious exercise. And Paul says it in 1 Corinthians 13 too, if I have faith that can move mountains, but I do not have love, I am nothing. And I guess without without love, there can be no genuine hope. Because a loveless hope is kind of an oxymoron. You can't really hope for something that you don't really love. So I guess they both exist and they're a little bit dead and sterile if they're not accompanied by love. So love is the key and it's the greatest of all that remains. And I wonder why that is. I wonder why that is. And then I thought, well, I think the key with love is both faith and hope are kind of personal. They kind of empower us and benefit us. You know, we take them on and we we, we build them and, and they empower us. You know, faith builds within us. Hope brings a positive outlook for the future, primarily for us. And even though we can share those things with others, they really have to take them on themselves to see the benefits. Whereas love is more an outward expression of of an inner position or an inner conviction. So this morning, I wanna look at just a few things, a few thoughts on love. Um, And I just love that it's Mother's Day and we can look at this. So the first thing I wanna look at is, love is not how you feel, it's more about how you act. And I think it's been well said that love is not a feeling, it's an act of the will. And we can get swept away on feelings, on the feelings, you know. Society uses phrases like "falling in love" to describe them. It's it's almost like it's beyond our control. It's like falling in a ditch or or falling off a mountain, or it's beyond your control. You somehow happen upon it and fall into it, and it, it's kind of accidental. And it's all about feelings. But then when that feeling fades, we fall out of love. So it's kind of an in or out thing. And don't get me wrong, I'm all for the warm and fuzzies. I'm a big fan of the feels, you know, I'm a big fan. But feelings are ever-changing, depending on our mood, depending on the circumstances, or even depending on the object of our affection and whether those feelings are returned. And I think love goes way beyond this. Love is something that you choose and you keep on choosing. You know, I, I, I'm reminded, and particularly because it's Mother's Day today, but I'm reminded of the first time that I ever held and looked into the face of each one of our children. And and it went way beyond feelings because it, it was this amazing sense that this this little human being was so loved and I would have done anything to to protect, to nurture, to to love this little human being that I had actually not met before that moment. It's way more than a, a feeling. It's what you choose. And when I look at 1 Corinthians 13 and the definition of love, I see words like patient, gentle, kind, it goes on to list actions that love doesn't do. It doesn't brag. It doesn't inflate its own importance. It doesn't traffic in shame or disrespect. It doesn't seek its own. It's not easily irritated or quick to take offense. And then it goes on to say what actions it does take. Joyfully celebrates honesty. Finds no delight in what is wrong. Never stops believing the best for others. Never takes failure as defeat. Never gives up. And I think if you treat love As a feeling, when you're getting something from someone else and then you stop getting that, then your feelings will change along with your behavior and action. So if love is just a feeling, it's so changeable. But if love is a choice and it's not based on what someone else does or says, it means that you can continue to act in the same way, regardless of how the other people behave. Because love is not just how you feel, it's how you act. The second thought I have on this is love can sometimes be uncomfortable. It can. Love doesn't always feel good. It would be great if it did, but it doesn't always feel good. Conflict and disagreement never feel great. But when you love, you work through and it becomes an opportunity for growth. And one of the things I've always appreciated about the people who really love me is that they are committed to helping me be the best me that I can be. And this, that means telling me the hard truths sometimes. And for those people that I really love, I return that favor. You know, you don't do it out of a critical spirit or a want to upset them, but you do it because you see something that is limiting them or something that is confining them. And because you love them, even though it's going to be uncomfortable, you. compelled to share that with them. I I remember an example many, many years ago um, in church life when Chris and I were intern pastors and we were both on the creative team. And I would come in and I I took it upon myself to straighten the chairs. And I've told this story so many times that I took it upon myself to straighten the chairs. And I began to get frustrated when other members of the team would come in and just sit down and allow me to keep straightening the chairs. And I remember venting my frustration To Chris one night and saying, you know, I just don't get it. I'm there setting the example and they're not taking the example. And I remember very clearly, I thought that he would say, because he loved me, oh darling, you're doing such a great job. You should, you know, you should not be discouraged. But he said to me, you know what, if you can't do it with a good attitude, you'd be better not doing it at all. And you know, in the moment I didn't like that, but he was right And it actually changed something in me and made me a better person. And he only said it. He loved me enough to help me see something that was limiting my growth, something that would contain me. It didn't feel good in the moment. It didn't feel good in the moment, but it helped me to take on something and grow and become a better me. And he only did that because he loved me. And I think God is like that. He loves us unconditionally, but gently encourages us to grow to overcome, to rise up and it's our choice whether we take that opportunity. Love sees beyond the behavior, beyond the discomfort of conflict or disagreement and gently encourages you on. Romans 12 9 says, let the inner movement of your heart always be to love one another. Love can sometimes be uncomfortable but it's worth the journey. The third thing that I see Love is choosing forgiveness. There's no doubt that when you love, you'll encounter disappointment, misunderstanding and hurt. It's part of the journey. To love makes us vulnerable. What we do when we encounter this says more about us than the situation or the person who brought that particular circumstance or hurt or disappointment into our life. I've often said that you can't control what happens to you. Life happens, curveballs come, stuff happens. But you can always choose how you respond. And this isn't about allowing someone to wipe their feet all over you. It's about choosing to react in a better way, a kinder way for yourself. If someone has hurt you or let you down, choose forgiveness by letting go. Let go of the anger and the resentment you have towards them how you act towards a specific person will change depending on what's happened but if you choose to act lovingly and not hold on to negative feelings you'll love them unconditionally colossians 3 13 to 14 says tolerate the weaknesses of those in the family of faith forgiving one another in the same way you have graciously been forgiven by jesus christ if you find faults with someone Release this same gift of forgiveness to them, for love is supreme and must flow through each of these virtues. Love becomes the mark of true maturity, and love is choosing forgiveness. The last thing I want to share with you today is you can choose love with a simple act every day. So how do we get better at this? How do we get better at this because i don 't know about you, but I look at the description of first Corinthians. 13, the description of love. And it seems a little unattainable some days to me. i tell you what we do. We choose to stay on the journey. We choose to stay being okay with growing in this. And I think we try to exercise it. You you get better at something when you practice, when you exercise it. And so there are little things that we can do to exercise this. You know, it can be as simple as... um, to give something and want nothing in return. It can be just simply letting someone, preferring someone, letting them go through the door first or, or giving way to a car in, in traffic or telling someone that you love them without the expectation of hearing it back. And I think in the last number of years, I've really taken that on because I know when people take the time to say to me, for no other reason, they just say, hey, I really love you, it really impacts me. And so I've taken that on and I, for want of a better word, practice that. I practice saying that when I feel that it doesn't matter who it is. It doesn't matter whether they'll say it back, but I practice saying to them, Hey, you know, I really love you. If you do something every day, I promise. And if you don't want anything in return, you'll get a huge amount of pleasure from just loving. You know, we love because he first loved us. He's our example of how to do this. And I love the ending to 1 Corinthians 13. In verse 13, the last, very last part, it says, So above all else, let love be the beautiful prize for which you run. And if we can see love as the beautiful prize that we're pursuing, if we can see love, that is something that can actually change not only a life, but the world around us. If we can reflect the love that God has so freely given to us, I think that we will not only feel better, but our whole world will look brighter. And I so love that. I wonder if you would let me pray with you today. Lord, I just thank you. I thank you for your immense love for us. I thank you, Lord, uh, for those out there who fa- maybe aren't feeling the feelings of love right now. I pray, Lord, that you would be able to, to just help them to act in a way that is loving, to really take that on, to really open their hearts and allow you to love them and to allow that love to flow through them in Jesus' name. Lord, we love you today and we are so grateful for who you are. Amen. Hey, thanks so much for for tuning in today and being a part of today. Um, You know, you might be here uh, and watching this at some point and, and you might be thinking, well, you know, I'm on a bit of a journey with this. I, 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 this is not my normal thing. I'm not really sure about what you're talking about when you talk about the love of God and, and how it changes you and how I can let that flow through me. And can I say, it's as simple as this, just need to open your heart to Jesus. You can just pray a simple prayer, asking God to reveal himself to you, open your heart to him, ask him to come in and and show you who he is. And I've always found that that um, Jesus really responds to that. He will. He will meet you right where you're at and he'll take you on a journey. And if you've um, prayed that prayer today or you want to pray that prayer today, we want to encourage you on the journey. We want to celebrate with you and we'd love to connect with you. So keep an eye on the comments and someone will connect with you via the comments It's been so great sharing today. Thanks so much for being with us today. Happy Mother's Day to all the mums. Make sure you spoil your mums. If you haven't made breakfast for her or haven't treated her, make sure you do have the most awesome day. Let's go out into the world and and be love to all those around us. Have the best day. I'm going to hand back to Dina Nerida.